Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. trying to grab the guns and when they can't grab the gun they try and get you know cutesy it's it's who uh they are in this new uh, cutesy the plan is to add a tax in washington state for the privilege of using ammunition it's house bill 2238 And of course, it has an admirable goal. The tax would fund programs to prevent suicide and firearm-related domestic violence. Oh, okay. Um, Something uh, to consider. How about the utilization of uh, of firearm in preventing uh, domestic violence because uh, women are trained? Oh, it's never worked. Well, we can't say never now, can we? Because that would be, of course... A, a, a lie. The idea that you have a privilege of using ammunition as opposed to you have the right to use ammunition. Well, no, 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 Second Amendment. It's just the right to keep and bear arms. Says nothing about ammunition, Tony. This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. This is the desperation to disarm you. And for clarity, it is about disarming you. It's about you not being able to defend yourself. My father is 85 years old. He's 80, yeah, he's 85. That's right, because in a couple days, he'll be 86. Which, by the way, he beat the over-under many times. Um, Man can't walk like he used to. The, the 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 COPD, which is weird because he never smoked a day in his life. Every now and again, he needs oxygen. He's annoyed by it. He's, I wouldn't say he's miserable by it. He's just angry about it. I, it, it comes and it goes. He wants to be able to do things. His mind says, I can do things. And his body says, not so much. It's angering. He is most bothered by the fact that he knows that he cannot physically protect his wife anymore. My mother is 76. And I'm not interested in hearing from anybody who doesn't understand the importance a man feels in being able to protect his family. If you don't want to believe it, that's fine. But I'm not interested in you and your disparaging nonsense. You're not smart enough to get it. I leave it be. And I meant to be disparaging there. So he carries a firearm. He shouldn't be able to do that. He shouldn't be able to protect his wife himself. He has no physical skills to do it anymore. But at least he can still move that finger and engage a trigger. 
he shouldn't be able to? That's an insane position. Equally insane as telling somebody that ammunition is somehow a privilege. The privilege of using ammunition? No, no, no. I have the right. Tell Washington State to stuff it. Meanwhile, the Houthi rebels are starting to get a response from the United States and Great Britain. Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, will be with us to break down what is happening, why it took so long, and what comes next. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. 37 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 8.15. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Yeah, the, the secretary you know, issued a statement on Saturday taking full responsibility, committed to doing better. Uh, as you've probably heard, we're conducting a review to look at the relevant facts, uh, the timelines. And so I think a lot of that will enable us to look at uh, where we can improve and what we need to do better moving forward. In addition, the Department of Defense Inspector General is also going to conduct a review to, to look at the notification timelines and processes. Uh, and so, of course, we welcome that uh, and we'll look forward to looking at, at what we can do procedurally moving forward. I don't think it's a question of procedure to know you pick up a phone and tell the president of the United States that the secretary of defense is in a hospital. The level of spin coming from the Pentagon, coming from the National Security Council. That's all about how we're going to do better. I think the conversation is about what you did, why you did it. And who within the ranks of the military doesn't know that you inform your superior that you're going to be away from your post? Tony Katz, it's good to be with you. This matters in the context of the joint uh, use of U.S. and, and the United Kingdom in a military attack on the Houthi rebels who've been attacking ships and others uh, out of Yemen, which is, of course, uh, the Houthi rebels supported by Iran. Major Mike Lyons joins us right now, retired United States Army West Point guy, military analyst, up and down your television dial. Uh, You have been looking at this situation. We'll get to the Pentagon in a minute. Talk to me about the decision to go forward with the UK uh, in engaging an attack on uh, the Houthi rebels. Where did they hit? What do we think uh, will come from it? Uh, good morning, Tony. Yeah, first of all, this attack could have happened two weeks ago or could have happened two months ago. And uh, finally, the administration decides to get with allies. I think it's a good good move to get with other allies, with the Brits in particular, uh, because this was complex. I mean, 100 bombs, 60 targets uh, put you know men and women in harm's way for sure uh, to go after this, to try to establish some level of deterrence You know, back in the region there, back in a place where we should have been monitoring these maritime shipping ways um, to go after, for example, air defense platforms first, the CAD, uh, that's uh, the search and, and, and uh, to go after those, those kind of air defense systems that they have set up there and the anti-ship missiles. Um, hit probably hard and soft targets. We haven't seen a battle damage assessment just yet um, because a lot of these targets were mobile. And we also saw 
that the administration gave really a heads up to what what are, I think are the Iranian crews that were probably on these uh, manning these places inside of Yemen, inside of these targets, it's a heads up because for whatever reason, this administration does not want to put uh, Iranian soldiers in harm's way at the other end of the spear, even though they're clearly the, the archers in this, this whole operation. So I think um, it's a good start. We have to see what happens. We see what the response will be. It could mean an escalation. But again, if they'd done this two months ago, maybe it wouldn't be we wouldn't be the place we are right now. Now, that is uh, exactly where I have have been as we lost uh, the, the major right there. We'll try and get him back that there's no reason that this hasn't happened months ago. There is no reason that when the Houthi rebels started going after ships, when the Iranians started going after oil tankers, that the response wasn't swift and severe right from the beginning. And so there's a question as to why not? Why is it that it took so long? Is this all about some idea of, of well, we were trying to negotiate. Negotiate with whom? And about what? And to what purpose? To what effect? What did you think was going to happen. I think Major Mike Lyons back on the phone with us. We heard so much about how the administration wanted to negotiate uh, with, with the Houthis. They were trying to negotiate this out. There's negotiation that's possible with the Houthi rebels who are clearly backed by Iran. I don't see it. Um, the, you know, the Houthis have got to now evaluate their relationship with the Iranians, knowing full well that. Yeah, it's not just the United States. It's uh, England, Australia, other countries have, have decided to get involved with this now. And, um, you know, they're, they're going to put themselves in a position where they're going to see more damage. It's likely we could see a scenario that happened in the 80s when, you know, Ronald Reagan said, you know, enough's enough with the Iranian, uh, what they were doing in the Persian Gulf and put uh, three quarters of that Navy in the bottom of that sea there. So we could literally just go through and destroy each one of these sites and just keep escalating. Um, there's no other issue here. We've got to have concerns of our ally in Saudi Arabia, who has been fighting this uh, war with the Houthis for the past few years and had had some kind of ceasefire agreement with them. But that could also be, all, uh, you know, that's an, another consideration we have to take in, into, into what's going on here. So now you see the, this this happening. Uh, the you talk about these targets. You talk about you like the idea that this was done with the United Kingdom. Did the United States come to the UK and say, "Hey, here's what we're going to do," or did the UK have to take leadership on this one? No, I, the U.S. clearly led the way here, likely with the intelligence, knowing the amount of um, commerce that has been affected. I mean, this is a this is a global issue here. I mean, it's affecting what, what's going on in the world. You, if you saw those maps, the amount of ships that have to avoid the Suez Canal, the Egyptians should have been angry as well because they're losing that commerce that was coming through uh, that part of the world. Um, and, and this is something that our Navy does, uh, should be doing throughout the world, providing safe passage for our maritime ships, if you saw the Chinese, uh, some of the some of the ships were faking that they were uh, flagged under Chinese uh, control uh, in a way to try to avoid because for whatever reason, um, the Houthis are deterred by the Chinese. They're afraid of them, but they're not afraid of us. So maybe this will change that calculus on the ground. We have to we have to just see what happens next. If the if the Houthis decide to continue to attack, or there is attack on American forces inside. Of, of Baghdad. I was surprised, for example, last week, Tony, when um, the U.S. went after the uh, situation, went after that target inside close to Baghdad of that uh, Hezbollah Shia 
uh, a stronghold there. So at least we're stepping up. We're trying to do something. It's, it's still a failure of deterrence, top to bottom. Talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States uh, Army West Point guy. Um, this idea of, of failure, this idea of, of a, a lack of deterrence, and the idea that this should have taken place two months ago, which is exactly where, where I'm at. We talk about the idea of negotiation. Maybe I'm wrong. Was this uh, an attempt from the United States to engage in negotiation with Houthis? Or was that the the cover? And the truth is the U.S. did not want to get involved in the Houthis because it would show a further alliance with Israel in this fight against Hamas. And they didn't want that projected on the world stage. Yeah, I think um, there's not a lot of negotiating with the Houthis. It's not in the U.S. interest to negotiate here because we kind of come down to that level of, uh, you know, kind of a almost borderline third world country that's, that's taking place there. And we just are looking for changes in behavior. We're looking for really more of a behavior modification, um, get, getting other Middle Eastern countries to, to put pressure on the Houthis obviously wasn't working. And it also comes back to Iran. It comes back to getting them to understand. I, I don't know what it's going to take for the Iranians to change their behavior. And the Houthis have got to be, again, thinking about this relationship anyway, because if, if they don't, uh, you know, the, they're, if they don't stop doing this, the United States is going to continue to destroy military targets there. But, but it's not in our interest to be negotiating with the Houthis here. They, it, 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 we prop them up and give them more power and give them more, uh, you know, cachet than they really have in the situation. Let me take you uh, away from this conversation and, and where I started with um, the, the the Pentagon. And, and uh, just as a matter of disclosure, I did reach out to you uh, via mm-hmm. uh, a, a message. And I'm like, this, uh, this from, you know, Secretary Austin, uh, not informing the president. What what do you make of this? So let me ask you now, um, as you have seen what has happened, uh, being in a hospital, the president not being informed, really not being given the full story until just the other day, uh, the, the spin from the Pentagon, uh, to the extent that you can talk about it, how mm-hmm. is this being responded to or reacted to by uh, the military up and down the line? Well, I mean, this administration has got to decide what it wants to do regarding the behavior here. Um, I can understand how Secretary Austin wanted to be somewhat private with this, uh, with this uh, diagnosis that he received and thought things were going to go faster. It's a a classic example of so many different things um, went badly from a communications chain perspective that usually would have stop gaps that would have that would have changed that um, his uh, chief of staff who had the uh, right to, and had the responsibility to, to um, communicate didn't do it because uh, they were sick and then the deputy was on vacation and a lot of you know he still had that responsibility to make sure it had happened um, we just have to, to see what goes on I think this now has become a little bit of a distraction and you saw the administration say, that um, he's been in charge and ordered the uh, the strikes from his hospital bed. So uh, it's again to me from the administration's perspective, it's up to them uh, what they want to do going forward. But I really think it's going to all pass over here shortly. Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, M-A-J Mike Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, M-A-J Mike Lyons on the X Twitter box, so you can find him there. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us, Matt. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news. You get that presented each and every day by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m., WIBC and WIBC.com. Um I don't think I was questioning whether this move on the uh, ETFs would change uh, the market. Maybe the market would see some excitement in this. Uh, nope. The inflation data, which, by the way, inflation is is, is back. Uh, that inflation uh, is leading the Dow down 189 in the futures. NASDAQ is down 61. But wholesale prices coming out today down 0.1%. So the consumer price index is up, but the wholesale prices are down. You figure it out. What I will tell you is no one should think that this economy is great. The people who have been selling you this nonsense are absolute frauds. You can say there has been a trend of better, but that trend ended with the consumer price index being up and things costing more and inflation being at 3.9% on an annualized basis, which is double where the Fed wants to be, the Federal Reserve, at 2%. It just is what it is. I don't know why we're going to pretend. Seems crazy to me. Absolute madness. Uh, Madness also came yesterday when uh, on the TK Thursday music moment presented by Kill a Dent. Kill a Dent, your dent removal people, people. These, that's who they are. So you got a dent in your car, they'll come to you, they'll get rid of it. Uh, the hell uh, issues, uh, door ding, whatever it is, killadentremoval.com, just that easy. And uh, it was it was Genesis. We were doing Genesis, that's all, which is anytime I hear that song, I'm listening to that song anytime. And then, and then we had a technical uh, snafu and we were like, we were like off the air for like a minute. I don't know how long it took. It was ridiculous, but we got it fixed. So the, 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 the music moment, a moment of relaxation, the world is crazy, but we don't have to be the music moment got just totally screwed up. So I said, what, what do we do? We said, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it today, right now. But then the question was, will you do the same song? Do you do That's All, even though you started it yesterday, even though it didn't, it didn't finish up? And it's there on the list. You can go to WIBC.com. You'll say TK's Music Moments. There it is. Easy to find, easy to get to, see all the songs. Or do you do another Genesis song? And this is, this is where we're at. So we'll, I don't know if he's around. We'll turn to Matt Bear from the WIBC Traffic Center. The WIBC Traffic Center is Matt Bear. Without Matt Bear, there is no traffic center. Huh? What? Matt Bear, do we replay That's All by Genesis, or do we go with a different Genesis song? Different Genesis song. Different Genesis song. He said it 
without question. So, ladies and gentlemen, we did not we did not rehearse this. We will go to <laughs> 1981 to the album Abacab, which I've never pronounced correctly, and no reply at all. Turn up your radios. Roll down the windows if you can. I know it's raining. Uh, Step away from the madness. Drink yourself a drink. Whatever it is, I'm not judging. Relax. It's going to be all right. We're going to get through this. But you need a moment. How about give or take four minutes of a moment? Let's do this.
need a minute. You need a moment just to escape, and then you can come back to it. That's what you need right there, just a little bit of a tune to get your head straight. And while that's now taken care of, Wish TV is reporting flight cancellations, eight flights from Indianapolis to O'Hare and seven flights from O'Hare to Indianapolis. If someone from the airport could just, whether it be on, on, on the Twitter box or what have you, is this because of the rain or is there something else going on? Am I, am I missing something? The if, snow if you could. is really bad in Chicago right now. It, oh, the, the, so, it, so it is Chicago weather, Matt? Yes, yes, very much so. Okay. So if you're heading to the airport, you got to know that. And if you're somebody waiting on connections and these storms that are coming through, and they'll be through all weekend and next week, expect a lot of this. Uh, just be prepared for it. So that's getting reported right now. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Matt Bear all over it. The FAA calling a full stop from Indy to O'Hare because of the weather. Guys... It has begun. There are. This is going to be not only uh, the next few days, but when you take a look at next week weather, next week's weather patterns, expect delays everywhere. Not only from snow, but from the cold. Right now, we are expecting coming Sunday to be in the teens. Wind chills could bring us below zero. The lows on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, we're talking about between zero and six degrees. With the wind chill, we'll be in the negatives. We only get a slight reprieve going towards the end of the week, and then we're back down to it, into those very, very cold temperatures. Any wind chill, any wind chill is going to bring us into the negatives. This is going to affect the flights. But right now, if you are somebody that was connecting out of O'Hare, you got to rethink your position. Because as Matt Baer has uh, stated and Wish TV with the story as well, the FAA has issued a full ground stop at Chicago O'Hare with no flights allowed to enter or leave until at least uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. So that's another 10 minutes. Something tells me it might extend past that. And now you've got delays that go throughout the day. So just be prepared of how this is going to affect everything. On Tony Couch today at noon, we, of course, will uh, keep up With this, I'm going to get into this anxiety conversation and what it is that is leading people to madness because everybody seems crazy. Everything is nuts. Uh, Road rage, airplane rage. uh, Everyone's just at this this state of what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Insanity. What's causing this? What's moving people? in this direction, and I am making the argument that it is anxiety. What causes the anxiety? Well, 
I would argue that the, the, the wokeism clearly does. When Alaska Airlines, which had, of course, the, the, the piece of the fuselage blowout, what did Boeing know and when did it know it? And this is the Boeing 737 MAX 9, the issues that this airplane ha- has had. You knew you had loose bolts, but you didn't ground the plane and fix it. You, you let it fly. Well, how about Alaska Airline? When you take a look at their training, their training talks about their commitment to diversity and inclusion and includes, as is reported, uh, employees having a pledge to support DEI and be an ally. Anything that takes away from the security of the passengers, the safety of the passengers, and the comfort of the passengers isn't worth training on. And if this was more important than checking whether or not the bolts were tight on an airplane, clearly you're doing it wrong. Don't tell me about how this is about making a better world. It's not better when the plane falls apart. You're just wrong. So grow up and deal with the reality that you're just wrong. And when you don't understand that people like myself will say, okay, you need to be broken. Your ideas, your philosophies, your point of view, your stranglehold, whether it be on business or education, needs to be broken. Unapologetically. DEI is bigotry. DEI doesn't work. DEI teaches people to hate one another. And DEI is part of the anxiety issue in America. And the anxiety is leading people to madness. This can be fixed. Gonna take a while. Not gonna be easy. But it can be fixed. Yes, it can. Kendall and Casey are up next.